Hi, I'm Marilyn Dennis. This is Marilyn Dennis Does a Podcast. This episode, I'll be chatting with a host of Virgin Mornings on 99.9 Virgin Radio in Toronto, first-time father, hockey enthusiast, and all-around good guy. When he returns his call from his mother, he's my son, Adam Wild. Today, he's going to reveal the five most valuable life lessons I taught him. That's going to be interesting. And how he's balancing work and fatherhood in these very trying times. Okay, let's talk to my son, because gosh knows I haven't talked to him for a couple of days. Let's talk to Adam Wild. Hi, Adam. Hi, Mom. <laughs> and what are the heartwarming things that your mother says to you every day when I see you in the hallway? What do I say about <laughs> you and the gang at Virgin Radio? What do I say, Adam? So, so Mom will pop in and throw the door open and her hair is going everywhere and the wind follows her in. And then she says, have a mediocre show. That's right. Because we're beating you in the ratings and we're going to continue to do so as long as I am living. So Adam, you're Mm. 32 years old. I can't believe it. It's going to be my first Mother's Day as a Nana. Uh, Yep. Thank you. I know she's talking. She's 11 months old. She'll be a year. Oh, she's, she wants to talk as we're talking. Um, okay. hang on, hang on. Let me give her. Do you have a bottle for Hang on. Here. Okay, hang on. <laughs> See, we were being quiet, and the problem is, yeah. is that we're as soon as as soon as you need them to be quiet, they start talking. So here we are. Um, but I do want to say this to you: you're a great dad. Your daughter's going to be a year old uh, this month. How do you feel about being a dad? What? How do you feel about all that? I think it really clicked for me. When, uh, when Everly was born, like right after she was born, she was very tiny. She was about six pounds and, um, and she was very groggy. She didn't cry. And Mm -hmm. the doctors kind of at the time weren't really sure what was up. Could, you know, could she hear, could she see, we weren't really sure. And so, um, in that moment, the, the panic that goes through you, thankfully she's fine. Uh, the panic that goes Mm -hmm. through you was kind of the first, first, uh, inkling of how much I already cared about this little creature, and she, yeah. we, they put her down in the in the uh, in the incubator, and I was able to kind of run my finger along her arm, and it was funny, mom. She she kind of recoiled a little bit because I realized that nobody had ever nobody had ever touched her there, like nobody had ever touched her arm before, and I was the first right, person. right. And you think, you know, that that to me was when it became pretty special. And and I mean, obviously, she's being a, a rug rat right now. Um, but, you know, she is a very, very happy baby, thankfully healthy as well. And being a dad is, is it's awesome. You know, you get to be a goof. Uh, basically, you get to play. And that's part of your gig is just playing. Just play with her, play with her, play with her until she gets exhausted and needs to go down for a nap. Um, now that we're d- together and your daughter is just bouncing on your uh, leg, which is such a great full circle moment for me right now. I, I, I gotta tell you, I hope I haven't made a mess of this segment because I'm really, I'm really trying here. And I thought that I had everything good to go. I've been preparing for an hour. I'm like, Oh my God. And then all of a sudden, you know, here we are and she's making a pile of noise and everything. So I, I it's okay. it's just a mess. Hey, Adam, Adam, it's, it's what everyone's experiencing during this isolation. I mean, you have to balance right. work. You have to balance talking to somebody. You have to balance your, your babies and that's what you're doing. So let's talk about, the, the five things that I taught you, life lessons that I taught you. I'm so looking forward to hearing the life lessons that I've taught you. Are you? Well, I mean, yeah. I, think, I, I think the first thing is, um, and I'm, <laughs> I'm going to say don't, don't show up late. Now, I show up late for everything, <laughs> but I do remember a time 
when <laughs> I may have showed up past curfew and I may have um, been less than, was I, was rude the right word, mom? Do you remember what no, I'm talking you about? Inebri- you were inebriated. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was inebriated, and <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll, I'll, let me tell, let me tell you the story, okay? Because how okay, would you please. remember this story? Okay, right. So Adam went out past his curfew. I'm the single mom. Of course, I'm really nervous about where the heck he is. <laughs> so all of a sudden, it's mid- past midnight, and I hear these these keys being put into the into the lock, and the door is open. So I yell out, mm-hmm. "The door's open!" And he comes in. And he's standing there in the door well, and he is like, you know, he's a teenager. So, you know, he went out with the boys, I guess. He's leaning against the door of frame. And I go, hey, how are you? You feeling good? <laughs> and he says to me, he says to me, this is a, don't you mock me. And I went, okay, you are officially <laughs> overboard. <laughs> to make a long story short, you had a double shift at Shoppers Drug Mart the next day. That's right. I sent you up to bed. I put a bucket beside your bed. I put you in the shower. I put you to bed. I woke you up. We had a very, very intense conversation, albeit short in the morning. And off you mm-hmm. went to do a double shift. Now, that's what I remember from that. What do you remember from that? <laughs> Being a good I mother. Remember, I think I remember saying, and then thinking, you know, that was probably a mistake. And that's what I remember. And that's it. Uh, I do remember the next day being an absolutely painful one at Chopper's Drug Mart, though. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, yeah. lesson learned. And, you know, we all have to learn our lessons. And I just hope that this one is better than I am. I hope you learn yeah. faster than well, I you, Yeah, You'll be, you'll be, you know what? I'm going to tell you this right now. You'll be a stricter father. You think so? you knew what you did as a kid. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Really? Because, oh, because you know what kind of, especially with a daughter, I don't know why, but that's the deal. Now, remember, I was brought up with all girls. So mm-hmm. I didn't have a brother to go, oh, he did that. So when I had you, my sister said, what is she going to do with a boy? And my one sister said, oh, she'll just play Earth, Wind, and Fire all day and you'll be fine. So, I mean, you know, bringing up a boy is a totally different thing for the dentist family. And I used to say to you when you would get into trouble, you wait till you have a child and I hope it's a girl. And my dream has come mm-hmm. true. Number two. Number two. Patience which is a lesson you might laugh at. Um, Patience is in all things. And uh, when times are stressful, uh, when times are, you know, there's heightened emotions in the room, when things get, you know, things can get passionate or ugly sometimes. um, It doesn't really serve you not to be patient 99.9% of the time. And uh, one thing that you were always really good about, mom, was telling me to stop and take a breath. And that's been one of the uh, one of the things that, I mean, I'm still trying to master that, but at the same mm-hmm. time, um, when I have actually listened to you, uh, been one of the great things that served me. And I'm, I'm somebody that I'm a, a bit high strung sometimes I'm pretty, you know, energetic guy. So it, it can be, it can be very, very difficult to do, but I'm so glad that I always have you in the back of my mind, kind of looking, looking at me going, okay, take a deep breath. And you always say this, stand back from the yellow tape. Stand back from the yellow tape, a very famous phrase that my dear friend, our friend Joe Rich, has said time and time again. When you see all the activity happening and the chaos, it's like a police yellow tape. Stand back Mm -hmm. from it, be quiet about it, observe it, don't react to it right away, think about it. So I love that. Mm -hmm. I'm so appreciative of you saying that. 
So that's one and two. We're at number three. Number three. Okay. You got to take your kids to concerts. You got to take your kids to plays. You got to take your kids to sports games. And this doesn't have to be expensive. But one thing that that we always did, and I, it was a lesson learned, and I don't even know if if it was something that you intended, um, but one thing that as soon as she was born, I couldn't wait to do was go to a musical. And I know that sounds weird. Like I'm a huge hockey fan. I'm obviously in my podcast gear right now. Um, you know, we're, I've got a hockey podcast. I've, I'm obsessed with sports and that sort of thing. But I want to take her to like, I want to take her to theater. I want her to experience the arts. I want to go to concerts and 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 be able to experience that. You know, mom, you took me to. You took me to the Spice Girls just before, yes. just after Jerry Hollowell had left, and I was yes. too short to see the stage, so I stood on the seats at the Molson Canadian Amphitheater uh, beside you um, until the security told me to get down. And I can remember that really well, and I can remember when you took me to the Rolling Stones, and I said, I don't, I don't really know if I want to go. I don't know any of their songs. And you said, don't worry. You'll know every song. And I did. Had an amazing time, and... It's, it's been, to this point, one of the best concerts we ever went to. And I think my personal favorite um, is the Van Halen concert that we went to. Do you remember that? All right. Yeah, you want to tell everybody that story? <laughs> Can I? Am I allowed yeah. to tell that story? Right. Okay. Well, I, All told right. the, so, I told the other story. You can tell this story. Right. Okay. So here's the deal. Mom gets four tickets to Van Halen. Now, this is very exciting for me because I was a big Van Halen fan growing up. Big David Lee Roth fan, and this is their first reunion tour with him since the early 80s. Like, this is a big, Huge. big deal. Huge, Huge deal. And, you know, we're talking about one of the best bands of all time. So mom gets four tickets, one for her, one for me, and I get to bring two of my friends. My friends and I go, and again, this is, you know, I'm 18, 19 years old. Um, right. You would have thought we were out of control. We were not out of control. We just went and had dinner, and then we, we met mom at the show. Well, mom had gone out for dinner with her boss at the time, who is now our boss, both of our bosses. And he's known to be a lot of fun. His name's Rob, Rob Farina. Mm-hmm. And hey, you guys had, a, had a, guys had a few drinks from what I understand. And mom shows up and you have to understand, you're, when you're used to my mother, who is um, you know, really put together and really has it together and, and is focused and goal oriented, it's, it's weird to see her in that situation. So I thought, you know, something might be up, but I don't know. But the second, the second that they start playing the chords to "You Really Got Me," I look over and my mom and, 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 and mom's like, yeah. mom goes, "All I hear is." And then, and then, so later on in the thing, there's a song called "Hot for Teacher," and it's a it's really well known for an Eddie Van Halen sort of solo at the beginning. And I look over to the right, and I'll never forget this: Mom is high fiving people. And then air guitaring with the guy next to her, <laughs> like fully back, like like tongue out everything. It was it was amazing. And then I think David Lee Roth had a little interlude where he had an acoustic yeah. guitar right before he did Ice Cream Man, and he told a story about you know the high school parties that they used oh. to play. And and mom's mom five times throughout this story goes, he's just such a great storyteller. Just elbowing me in the ribs. Just such a wow. He's such a great storyteller. And it was nice to see you unfiltered. It was great. And I would never trade that for the world. Hey, you know what, though? I got to tell you that with people, thank you, because I had such a great time. So memorable. But um, so great. Um, I used to, I was a rock, I was a rock disc jockey for, for yes. a couple of years at CJ92 in Calgary, one of our sister stations. So, like, Ben Hanlon, like, you know, 
I was right there when they were making it big and I just loved rock and roll music. So to share that with you, and we used to call that, I used to say, okay, it's the great rock and roll adventure because some of these guys are not going to be around much longer. Let's go see them now. Um, Mm -hmm. One of the great surprises for me, and thank you for saying that, is when we went to go see Michael Bublé. And this was his first stadium concert. And you said to me, you know, I like Michael. I really do. But I don't know if I'm going to like this. And I went, you're going to love it. You were blown away by his talent, as we all are. And then the other one that we went to, I just have to think about. Oh, we went to go see the musical Jersey Boys. Okay. Right. And we, and we, and you said, I don't know about this. I said, it's great storytelling. It is about rock and roll. It is, it is one of the best shows you could ever see if it ever comes through again. I so miss theater right now. And you said, I didn't realize how many, how many songs that you knew, but one of the best moments for me was my dad used to take me to Steelers games, uh, Pittsburgh pirate games. I saw Hank Aaron hit a home run. Yep. That's so cool. And I, I remember sitting with him, not understanding, but watching this. I mean, he took me to see Hank Aaron hit a home run. So I remember making sure once a year I would take you to go see a Maple Leafs game. And through mm-hmm. all that, I mean, memorable times. I remember somebody tapping me on the, on the shoulder, tapping you on the shoulder saying, man, you're so lucky that your mom takes you to a game. But I just wanted to spend time with you. So I'm so glad you remember that because – I drive home going, does he remember, is he ever going to remember this? Like, and you did. Well, so good. I did. All right. What's another it life sure lesson? Has. Well, just because, so number four, uh, just because people haven't treated you well, doesn't mean that you shouldn't treat them well. And that means be respectful at all times. And, you know, not everybody can follow this. You know, we sometimes lose control, but it has never not benefited me. And I, I saw this with you, mom, because... You were a public figure and there would be people, and this is pre-social media, that would come up to you in stores and say some not nice things. And they sometimes wouldn't even realize that they weren't nice. But, uh, you know, as many times as people compliment, there are times where people say things that are just unkind. But one thing you never did, and I really appreciated this, and I appreciate it more now that I'm older, is no matter what uh, state your hair was in, no matter how much of a brat I was being. Uh, exactly. I know me too. Um, you know, we, you always said, well, Hey, listen, thank you. And I really appreciate you watching the show. You know, you never, Mm -hmm. ever, ever treated people with any less dignity or any less respect. And I've seen that Mm -hmm. and heard that from everybody that's worked with you. And I really appreciate that about you because I think it's a, uh, it's a tough quality to stick to, uh, and a real admirable Mm -hmm. one to have. Thank you, sweetie. And number one, not that it's number one. Number one. But what's the number one thing that I taught you? This was something that my mother said to me uh, as I got my first radio job. And that is keep your nose clean, literally and figuratively. And what it means is stay away from drugs, stay away from drama. The two killer Ds. Um, You know, there is is a, uh, obviously, you know, drugs are bad. I don't really need to tell you that. Um, yeah, but there yeah. is, you know, in, in, you want to be the person at your workplace that flies under the radar. You want to be the person that just does a good job. And when they think about when, when management thinks about you, they want to go, well, reliable, easygoing, and never gives me any trouble. And that's what I've strived to be. I haven't always achieved that either, but you always try mm-hmm. to strive to, to be the best you possibly can. And that's, that's for sure the best lesson that you've ever taught me. Show up in attendance. I mean, you're, you could be like this too. with talent. Show up in attendance. 
And you know what? Yeah. And also too, I, I appreciate that. And I know on, on those conversations, when you decided to go into the same business I am, it's not very often that a son goes into the same uh, industry that the, that the mom does. And I'm, I'm really, uh, I'm really happy that you did. Uh, it's as, as uh, Lisa LaFlamme said to me the other day, it's passion over paycheck too. You know, it is passion it is. over paycheck. you got to love what you yeah. do and you do love what you do. You do love I it, do. right? And there have been, and, and you know what, you know, as an adjunct to that, you said you have to outwork people. There have been many, many, many talent, much more talented people than myself. Um, but thankfully, I'm, I'm in the position I'm in because I learned to work hard from you. Learn to put in the hours Very good. and know that this was not going to come easy. And, you know, part of that, I think people expected because I was Marilyn Dennis's kid that I would just expect things to be given to me. And the reality is you and I have never worked for the same company until this last year. Uh, but I will say this to you. The first 10 years of your broadcast life, we never said that you and I were related. You had a different last name. Mm-hmm. You did a different trajectory into it. And not until your, our, my dear father, your grandpa, was very ill and it was 10 years into your broadcast life, you said, I'm going to let, I'm, I'm very proud of being your son and being his grandson. And I'm just, if people ask, I'll let them know, but that's not the first thing I'm going to come out of my mouth. So yeah. Right. And I, and I, when yeah. I was at Virgin radio Calgary, cause that's where I was working mm-hmm. at that point, um, doing the mornings there with Danae and fuzzy, one of our sister stations. Um, uh, one of the proudest moments I've had in my career was having you on the show. You were in town. Yeah. We were shooting the, uh, the, the Lake Louis, sorry, the, um, the adventure and, and uh, that was uh, for for the Maryland Dennis show. We went to the mountains. We did. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, uh, we were shooting that. So that morning you came in to sort of talk about it, and it was kind of neat because you just you just not you cannot believe that that it's come full circle like this, and it had. No, oh, it's really great, honey. Now one of the great things, and I thank you for those five things because again, when you are with your your darling daughter and you take her on a trip, you're going to go. Is she going to remember this? Yeah, she will. They're little sponges and great moments and those great best captive talks you can have. This is from a, a mother to a son is when you're in the car. Best times. Right. Like, you know, no screens are on. You're looking out the window. How was your day? And one of the things I did, which I was I learned from somebody else was every time I got you at school or I had you in the car, I would say to you, what was the most joyful part of your day? Not not how was your day? Because that could have gone everywhere. What did you like the most? And you mm. would do that, and that would lead into what you didn't like, and that would lead into another conversation. So if there's any advice I can give to you, perhaps you can uh, use that on Everly. Now, question. We got to talk very quickly about pandemic and hockey, mm-hmm. your podcast. How long has the podcast been going? And, and tell <sighs> everybody what it's all about. So the podcast, by the way, started in mom's basement. I was getting some renovations done and I had to live in mom's basement. basement. So we started that, I know, seven years ago we started that. Um, And this is the first time uh, we've had to, uh, we've had to talk about things other than hockey. Um, what we've been doing instead is, is, uh, you know, because we do, we're obviously leave fans, but we cover the whole NHL. Uh, we've been doing a lot of tournaments online. We've raised some money for, uh, uh, fighting COVID-19, uh, through, believe it or not, video games online. And we stream them and we have some fun with that. Uh, people have been extremely generous with their donations with that. And, and, you know, um, hockey, I think will be back. I think uh, even Wayne Gretzky said he thinks hockey will be back by the summer. So we might be watching 
you know, playoff hockey in July and August, which is kind of a cool thing. Usually it's, you know, it's dog days of summer, baseball's in the middle of its season. We're getting ready for football yeah. season at that point, but we're, we're still Maybe. not quite there yet. So we're going to have some probably pretty intense hockey to look out for. The only problem is I don't think anybody's going to be allowed to go. I, I, yeah, that, so we'll be watching it like cameras watching the game happening and we'll actually hear the guys talking as if you're right there in center ice sitting at those wonderful seats. Those lotto right. It'd be like we're giving away. It'd be like year. being, yeah. It'd be like being at their practice. You know, you'd be able to hear everything. Yeah. Or I don't want to be mean, but it'd be like being at one of your hockey games when five parents would show up. <laughs> you know, same at six a.m. in West same. Hill. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, so <laughs> that was kind of mean. That was true. It was, and you know um, what? I got to say I, too. That arena was so cold. So the the, the hockey oh, arena we grew up with was so cold. Um, it was yeah. colder off the ice than it was on the ice. And I appreciate you going because my toes would freeze in my skate. So I can only imagine what it felt like to be standing there. Honey, tell everybody what the podcast is called before we forget. Steve Dangle podcast. I grew up with Steve. We went to high school together. He got into hockey. I got into entertainment and we decided to do a show together. So that's what we're doing. And many hockey players follow you and give you guys a bad time too. And one of, one of the they great do. guys that follows you is Ty Domi from the Toronto that's Maple right. He loves, he adores right. you and Max Domi. Yeah. You got to get those yes. guys on the show soon. That's for sure. All right. Honey, as we wrap this, as we wrap this up, uh, you know, uh, let's talk about, uh, if there's a reset button and it's going to mm -hmm. be pushed, uh, what's, you know, the world was a little wacky, crazy before this, we had to kind of change and shift gears. What is going to mm -hmm. happen to you? How are you going to change something good after we are able to get back to what we think is somewhat normal? What's the reset? Well, for me, one of my biggest problems is I always overload my schedule. Um, I always yeah, put too much down, commit to too much, afraid to say no. And, uh, and, and what, I've, what I've learned in having the time to actually enjoy these last few months with her, especially, is how much you miss when you're not paying attention. And I know that seems pretty mm -hmm. obvious, um, but you know, for instance, I, I used to go to the gym every day. There's no reason after going to the gym, as long as I've gone that I can't do that at home with some adjustable weights and a bench that I pull out from under the couch. And so that's, so I can spend more time with her. I'd rather be, you know, I'd rather do workouts with her watching the wiggles, uh, than me not be with her more often. And I think it's like, you realize I was spending, you know, I'm only spending two, three hours a day with my kid. That doesn't feel long enough. That doesn't seem long enough. So, um, you know, the six or seven or sometimes eight hours that I get with her every single day between coming home from work and then, you know, going for, for her going to bed at seven o'clock is magic. And it's been amazing to see her grow and she's talking and, um, you know, she, lo I love to give her baths, uh, because she loves to splash the water. And, and so it, to me, it's a reset of what's really important here. What, what needs to be a meeting and what needs to be a phone call? Um, you know, that's another thing, uh, you know, everybody gets yes, meeting happy. I think, I think sometimes it can just be a phone call and you don't need to be there and you can get the same work done. Um, and I, I you know, working remotely, I think everybody has realized, oh, maybe I don't need to go in as much. That's right. Yeah. I can't wait to see oh, she you. For the mic. Yeah. Don't touch the microphone. Where can people follow you? Adam Wild. <laughs> At Adam Wild, A-D-A-M-W-Y-L-D-E <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter. Well, she's missing you, Nana. <laughs> okay. Do it one more time. 
A D A M W Y L D E on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> and I got a fussy baby who needs to go down, I think. <laughs> okay, listen, all the I love you, honey. I will do a virtual Mother's Day. Know that I'm very proud yes. as a mother that you you turned out the way that you turned out. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. I love you. <laughs> I love you. Say happy Mother's Day for God's sake. Happy oh well, happy Mother's happy. Day for goodness sakes. I love you. Happy Adam. Mother's Day, Nana. Thank you all. Happy Mother's Day. Okay. <laughs> Call me. I'll talk to you soon. We talk to you soon. I love you. We'll be right back. Oh, she's so cute. Mwah. You are too, Adam. Marilyn Dennis does a podcast. New episodes every week. You can download or subscribe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. 